Coming up, we're going to take a deeper dive into one of the areas of soft skills so you can start to see how to put them to work for you. That's coming up in just a few seconds. Welcome to Serious Soft Skills, where we help you unleash the power of soft skills. Here are your hosts, Dr. Tobin Porterfield and Bob Graham. Take it away, guys. Welcome to Episode 5 of Serious Soft Skills. I am Bob Graham, and with me, as always, is Dr. Tobin Porterfield. How are you today, Toby? Great. Looking forward to uh, taking a deeper dive on this. Okay, great, great. We each teach college. We collaborate on researching soft skills, and we have seen soft skills at work in our previous industry careers. We think that experience and our expertise give us a unique lens to look at soft skills, and I think we're going to show you that, frankly, with what we're about to discuss. Right, Toby? Should be an interesting topic today. Every topic is an interesting topic when you and I are doing it. So let's get right into it, Toby. Let's talk about the things in an earlier podcast, I think it was episode two or three, we talked about listening skills as one of the... uh, sort of individual soft skills. I made the case that it was the most important and we sort of wrestled with it a bit. Today, we're going to talk about more of those individual soft skills and what they are and how they sort of show up in in people's lives at work. Can you sort of help expand on that list beyond listening? Yes. uh, In an earlier episode, you uh, identified that we've really found over 50 specific skills that really are part of soft skills. And we talked about how that list can really be overwhelming and the need to break that up into more manageable chunks. And so we're going to take a look at one of those chunks. We call this group uh, individual skills because they're, they're so much more internalized. And uh, let me list out some of those. I'll, I'll, I'll take a look at my notes, but uh, let me list some of those out so, you can, so our listeners can get a feel for the type of items. And I think they'll be able to connect with these pretty well. Uh, working independently, being proactive. Uh, attention to detail, positive attitude, being a lifelong learner, loyalty, stress management, ethics, of course, good old listening skills, which our wives are still talking about our fantastic episode on listening, but we'll we'll leave that for another time. Uh, Perseverance, uh, self-motivation, and time management. So I would think that that folks could see how we would bring those together as something that um, they're in some ways foundational, but they're also ones where we looked at how the soft skills play out in the workplace. And so we found these and brought these together because they're ones that you kind of bring to the workplace as opposed to ones that we might use when we're engaging one-on-one, ones that we're, we'd use when we're engaging with a group, and ones that we would use when we're really trying to influence the greater uh, organization. So these come really closer to home. I, I was going to say, to me, as I heard you go through that list, they're sort of the ones that I can work at in the four walls of my cubicle or the four walls of my office that I can be improving on without interacting with other people a lot. I can be thinking about being um, uh, a lifelong learner. How does that show up? It's as easy as doing an online seminar or uh, to prepare for our podcast. I became a lifelong learner on podcasts. I listened to about 15 or 20 different podcasts on podcasting. I read three books on podcasting. I spoke to people about podcasting and I developed the expertise that enabled us to be able to do this. Three months ago, I did not know how to do a podcast. And rather than going, oh, I don't know it, I'll never know it. 
I took the time to develop those expertise. And so there's an example. Would that be of sort of individual doing doing the work to develop uh, to develop that lifelong learning, which now, of course, makes me more valuable as a potential employee to someone or within this organization with you and me, being able to administer this podcast process really helps our company in a lot of ways. And, and I think you touched on an, a good point here that uh, I hope our listeners pick up on that nuance is we're talking about a soft skill hill here of being a lifelong learner. And your example is you developed a new hard skill. You developed a, a technical skill to manage the software, to write the scripts, to do the editing. And, and so we've said before that soft skills and hard skills go hand in hand. And so the, the two feed off of each other. So being a lifelong learner means I may be developing my soft skills. I may be developing my hard skills. And I think it's a great illustration. Does that mean, and I, I didn't really think about it until you said it, and my first thought was, oh, whoops, I screwed up here in what we're talking about. But I guess they really do go hand in hand, don't they? So it's not so much being a lifelong learner develops that soft skill, but it empowers you to, as we see with the podcast and us, develop the hard skill that works with the soft skill that makes you more valuable within the workplace, which ultimately is what we're really trying to do with any kind of skill development, right? Whether it's technical skills, a new technical skill or a new soft skill, our goal ultimately is to be more valuable in the workplace, both to achieve better results, but also to position ourselves for additional growth within an organization or within an industry. That's correct. But let's also flip it the other way. If if you went out and said, I just, I'm going to learn how to do video editing and audio editing, and you develop that hard skill, what good does it do you? Until you put those communication skills, that self-motivation, um, that time management, and now you've taken that hard skill, which you've developed, and we've created something of value. And so uh, my, my struggle is that I believe our hard skills sometimes uh, aren't value creating. They, they're, they're resume items, they're interesting, they're, it's fun to learn new things, but I believe we would agree that the soft skills are what then takes those hard skills and brings value to yourself and to the organization. So it's really an exciting side of, of this, and, and we'll get into a few more of these soft skills as an example. So let me just go a little further with this whole podcast thing. And you may not be aware of this, Toby, but when I came to you with the idea of the podcast, I had to sell you on the idea. There are some soft skills at play there, correct? Yes, we have to be able to articulate our ideas, our passion, our vision. Uh, that's where we, I believe, see some, some difference. We talked in an earlier podcast about communication and uh, uh, listening as an enabler of influence. And clearly, you wanted to influence me to commit to and to, to invest in putting this type of information out there through a podcast. So these are really interconnected at all levels in a way that we saw in the research we talked about in episode four. And as we're seeing, just as we sort of talked through this today, they are not in isolation in any way, shape or form. Correct. Now, as we look at a few of these other soft skills on the individual side, 
Um, I think we start to see some of the, uh, the nuances of them. We look at something, uh, let's say, like time management. Uh, sometimes a, a person in our, in our circle might say, you know, you, you always show up late for meetings or, or you don't seem to get the priorities done each day. And a lot of times that's attributed to our ability to manage our time. And that's one where uh, there's certainly tools out there to help people organize, organize their time, to structure their time. There's apps all over the place these days to do it. Um, so some uh, areas where we need to build strength, such as managing our time, setting priorities, um, organizing how we do things so that we accomplish what, what's important each day. Um, so that's a soft skill that's, uh, there's a lot of materials out there to um, to provide the, the knowledge and how to, to get that one going. But there's others in that same set, like perseverance, loyalty, um, similar to that, where those are not so obvious. There's not an app for perseverance, I don't believe. So and, unless you uh, get your, uh, your uh, app for uh, exercising and it motivates you to persevere and to get out and do your steps each day and those type of things. Uh, but that's a little removed from it. And so what we see in those individuals are those, uh, I would say, more difficult ones to develop. Another one being proactive. And a lot of those, and, and you've mentioned it before, they come through experience and that experience of successfully persevering, successfully being proactive and seeing the positive results of that. So sometimes we can go through a self-reflective process and something like this might make person a person aware of the need to be proactive, of the, the need to persevere. And if they self-reflect and then act upon that and say, well, there's this issue I've been meaning to talk with my coworker about, I'm going to take that effort and, and go out and do it. And then to see those positive results, that's great. Uh, but that's, there's often the case where we need someone else to come into the equation. We need someone, a mentor, a peer, a coach to come alongside us possibly and say, hey, uh, you said you're having trouble with being proactive. Let's, you know, what's something that you want to address this week and, and then have that follow up, have that accountability. So there's times in these soft skills that to develop them, we're really going to need uh, some accountability, some coaching, some mentoring, some follow up. And then others of us might be able to, to lead ourselves through a self-reflective process and self-evaluation to be able to make progress on that. So, so that, I believe, is one of the challenges and why soft skills have not gotten the attention they, they are, are uh, they maybe deserve. Because a hard skill like learning algebra, learning how to do an ANOVA analysis and statistics, we can... We can we can cookbook that we can give problems, we can give exercises and homeworks and problems and and then give feedback on that. And then people go back and do it. And and so those hard skills are learned still through experience, but it's a different experiential process. And it's it's more tangible than developing a soft skill. So I think we see some of those difficulties evolve through and and it, and might even encourage people to say, that's just too tough. I'm not going to deal with it. So soft skills can get sidelined. I think there's another way, certainly for me, that I've developed some soft skills, which is just watching people who are successful and how they're successful and saying, boy, this person did this, they achieved this. What 
what can I learn from that? What did they do? And to me, the lesson in perseverance is to to look at, you know, one that we, we talk about a million times, Steve Jobs and the uh, the glass screen on the iPhone. You know, if you watch the movie, if you read the book by Walt Isaacson, you see that he was, it was going to be a glass screen. Don't tell me it's not going to be a glass screen. It will be a glass screen. And they said, no, it can't be a glass screen. It won't work. It won't work. It won't work. But lo and behold, he perseveres and achieves it. And whenever I'm faced with a situation in my career where it's like, you know, I feel like I'm tilting against windmills here. No one's paying attention. I go back to jobs and sort of say, you know, maybe this is my glass screen moment and I need to persevere. And it can be a big thing or it can be a little thing. And that's just one example for me. I like to look at what other people do that's successful and what other people don't do that might have made them successful. And certainly in my career, I've had the opportunity to work with a lot of clients uh, with marketing, some of them have great ideas and they achieve great results. Some have great ideas and we don't achieve great results. Sometimes dissecting what didn't work can be very instructive in knowing what in the future could work. Does that sort of fit in with what you're saying, Toby? Yes. And let's tie it a little bit closer to home. Certainly we've got those iconic figures out there uh, like Steve Jobs and Lee Iacocca and, and the, the captains of industry. But let's look a little closer to home, too, because we talked at a prior episode about the eye of the hunter. And so now I hope our network's a little more sensitized and they're seeing those soft skills in action. So it might be something where, you know, we can just be a little more attentive in, in a meeting or an interaction with a, with a group of folks and and see that soft skills in action in other people of how they persevered when they pulled back on a topic and let it let it ferment some and when they introduced it and, and how they managed that conversation to, in the end, influence the direction things would go. And so um, I think we've got some great examples closer to home in our own circles and that we might be able to draw from it. And, and that also gives us the opportunity to speak with that person and say, wow, I saw how you did this in the meeting. And, and wow, how did you learn to do that? What, what, how do you know when to do that? And so to have that opportunity to create an, what I call an ad hoc mentoring situation where it's not a long-term relationship necessarily, it's a starting to say, hey, I, I really respect how you did that and help me understand it because I want to be able to use that skill. Yeah, I've had I've been blessed in my career where I've actually been able to go to people after they did something at a meeting or some other thing and say to them, walk me through your thought process. How did you get from A to B? And it is amazing to hear someone describe their thought process and you realize that their inter their internal logic is somewhat different than your own. And it can be incredibly enlightening to see how someone else perceives how something happens. And I think all it requires is to ask someone. I've never had anyone tell me no. Usually they're very interested in the opportunity because it's a way to recognize someone who's doing something successfully. And it doesn't, I, I think one of the things I hear from my students all the time about mentoring is, is it supposed to be a formal like written contract kind of thing? And mentoring doesn't have to be that, right? It can be as simple as, hey, I see something great in Toby, and I want to ascribe to be more like Toby in that way. And I may never even tell you what that thing is, 
but I start to look at how you do it. And I start to think, how can I do it better? And the other thing I wanted to just throw out there is we're sort of talking about this and how we do this as uh, an individual. A lot of it is to go back to your word from a couple of episodes ago, intentionality. You know, just saying, I'm going to be a better listener or I'm going to manage my time better. What would that look like? What are the steps I need to take to manage time better? But the first step really is just saying to ourselves, I'm going to try to be better at this. And here's my first step. And I, I think that's that's the thing a lot of people don't really take advantage of. And we've got a list of over 50 soft skills. It would be impossible to work on all 50 at one time. I would tell you if you could work on two at any given time, that would be great. You may also find a case where you're working on maybe your listening listening skills because you have a day-long retreat at work. And that's a great day for listening. The next day, you're going out to meet with a vendor, and you've got to be more proactive because you know problems are coming up. So that landscape sort of changes situationally. And I think that's another thing that just sort of talking through this, you can't always know which soft skill you need to be working on, right, Toby? It changes quite quickly, and sometimes it might be more than one. That sounds like a good good way to assess it. So let's let's wrap it up with um, I'd like to go back through what we identify as those uh, individual skills, and maybe our listeners can kind of use it as a, almost a scorecard. And uh, I think we can provide the the list of these on our website. Yep. Um, so if you want to go through and kind of rate yourself on them, um, we can provide that. Uh, let me go through them and and just to just to provide our list and and for a little run through your mind and and see where you rank on these and which ones you might want to work on. Working independently, being proactive, uh, being detail-oriented, having a positive attitude, being a lifelong learner, being loyal, uh, stress management, acting with ethics, listening skills, persistence, self-motivation, and time management. In no particular order, but uh, those are the ones that we've pulled together out of that 50 and said, well, that's those are the ones that start with me, and, and we'll go from there. Well, I counted five that I need to work on, so I guess I have my work before the next episode, and I'm sure you would probably say it's seven or eight of the list of nine, but I think that's a great thing. And no one has to know that you're doing this. This is really something that you can take this assessment on your own and work on these on your own. And you may find someone saying, Hey, you're, you're different or you're better or that. Wow. You're, you've been on time to meetings a lot more. What's going on. That's great. And you, or you may never get that kind of feedback from people, but you're going to know inside you've gotten better at these soft skills, which sort of start the ball running towards some of the more, the other soft skills. Bob, I think this is a good spot to, to wrap up this episode. We've uh, spelled out and, and identified those individual, those uh, soft skills that are really close to where we are. And our ne next episode, let's kind of expand our circle a little bit and look at those soft skills that we use when we're interacting one-on-one -on -one with other people. And we'll build from there. Great. Thanks for taking care of that closing, Toby. You forgot two things, though. You forgot to thank people for listening telling them to have a great day. And of course, your favorite thing, good soft good skills. Soft skills.
You've been listening to Serious Soft Skills with your hosts, Dr. Tobin Porterfield and Bob Graham. If you like what you hear, then take a moment to review us on iTunes. Looking for more insights on soft skills? Then check out our website, SeriousSoftSkills.com, for blog posts, newsletters, and other resources. And look for a new episode of Serious Soft Skills every Wednesday.